Yes, yes, we're back. Thank you for joining us once again. You're now listening to Wake the Flock Up, a very special Wake the Flock Up, I Heart Edition. We're here in beautiful Sherman Oaks, California, and uh, we're doing a special I Heart Edition of Wake the Flock Up. So it's a, it's a little more um, precise, I like to think, you know what I'm saying? But it's still going to be very dope, very nice. And uh, let me introduce our guest for tonight is Eddie Fika is here. Yo, yo, yo. Eddie Fika, you are an Orange County MC. Is that correct? That's correct, man. I have your file in front of me, and that's what it says. All right. Yeah, I represent uh, Orange County uh, in general, but uh, I'm, I live in Costa Mesa, California. Been living since, been living there since I migrated from Mexico City in '94. Yeah, uh, I've known Eddie Fika for a, for a while already, and uh, I'm very proud to to be part of your lineage of of artist art that you keep putting out. Right. right. Uh, we have a couple of songs out, a couple of records out. Yep. And we got a video coming up soon. But right. the one thing that makes Edifica uh, also very special is that you rap completely in Spanish. That's right. Okay. And you have an alter ego. Yes. Uh, side to your alter ego. Right. Okay. But <laughs> let's get into the let's get into the Spanish, I think, hip hop version. Yeah. It's very interesting to me. Right. When did that begin for you? Um, that began for me, I want to say around 90, 99, I want to say. Uh-huh. Like late 99, early 2000s. Um, you know, I, I've been DJing for a long time. I've been DJing since, since like 98 mm-hmm. and, uh, but around like 2000, I was already making beats and things like that. And, and, and you know, being bilingual, uh, um, I appreciate all kinds of music, you know, growing up in Mexico city was like a beautiful blessing for me. Cause you, you look at, you listen to music differently when you come from another place other than the States, cause you really do appreciate music from all kinds of, uh, you know, styles, genres and languages. You know, so I think people here in America tend to, if they don't understand what the what the music is saying, they don't listen to it. But growing up in Mexico City, you know, we, we listened to English music and things like that, even though we didn't understand it, but we felt the music. So, you know, I grew up with a very diverse background in music. So when I started making beats and all that, you know, I, have, I had it in mind that, you know, I listened to, to underground hip hop in English. But I started listening to a lot of the, a lot of the reggaeton that was coming out at the time. And I didn't really feel like they, they had a balance, you know. I feel like hip-hop uh, music has a good balance. You, you can have your gangster hip-hop, and you can have your very conscious uh, hip-hop and, and everything in between, and different flavors of music, obviously. But I felt like in Spanish, it was, it was, it was just off to one side. It was all about the party and the girls yeah. and the bling-bling and the cars, and it was just that reggaeton part that came out that I was just, I was not feeling it, man. Especially, uh, uh, a brand like reggaeton, it all ends up sounding the same. Right. Like, regardless same of what drums, the... drums, everything. Right? And, yeah. And I think hip-hop suffers from that a little bit, but right. not, it's not as hard oh, yeah. and consistent as something like reggaeton. Like, if you right. listen to reggaeton, I don't know if there's different types of reggaeton. Is it like reggaeton from the east and from the south and it sounds completely different? Probably not, right? Well, I mean, I I, I just seen the difference now as far as the, the topics. It could be... It's, it's it's There's never any, like, gray area. It's always like, okay, it's about, like, girls and having fun or it's about <laughs> love. Oh, like, okay. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I've seen those, especially now, like, more... It's more, like, about love and, and whatever, like, more, like, the romantic yeah. kind of stuff. But back in... When it started coming out, when it was high, it was just about... You know, perreo and all that stuff, like about about just just about the 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 the, the party side of it. But why why underground hip hop? Like it didn't have to be that. It could have been any other form of music that really, especially not knowing the language. Right. What was it about it that it enticed you that that much? 
oh man it's just the way just just uh hip-hop allows you to just like your soul to be to just to flow you know yeah so you just connect with the music so good and and it was you know hip-hop was made for that you know and it wasn't intentionally made like that it just it was just made that way mm -hmm. like you know organically it just kind of grew that way so people could express themselves through lyrics and that's the way it happened to me like i just you know i i started hearing some of my beats and i have a hard time rapping to my beats i don't know why yeah but there was one particular one that i i really was enjoying at the time and my friends were making you know trying to make tracks at the time and and i really liked this beat like i finished this beat and i was like though this is the best beat i ever made and, and i ran over and i showed it to them and they were just kind of like we don't know what to do with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, that's when I started. I just picked up the pen and, and literally just went to work. And I, that's the moment that I said, you know, um, I, it's easy. It's it just it just flew out, man. It yeah. just like yeah. came out of me, man. Hip hop lends itself to to those that have something to say, right? Um, in a very particular way. Right. I think um, it's akin to poetry. Like hip hop, if you if you're into poetry, you can kind of see the relationship that hip-hop has right because now you're introducing a beat or an instrumental behind it now you have like a, a a finished painting where i think like poetry is more like you got the colors and the splashes and stuff but you need the canvas right. and now it becomes its own thing right. um i really i i enjoy it because it's very therapeutic yeah like oh, I, I can really release myself oh, yeah. and express myself truly in, right. in, a, in a song that i write or 16 bars or whatever i'm i'm, I'm thinking okay how do I feel right now, you right. know, and how can I translate that verbally? And before I know it, I'm writing something completely different than when I started writing, right. you know? Yeah. But how does that translate over to when you're making beats? Because you are, you started off as a producer. Right. Uh, and then it led you to, to just want to write to your own beats, even though you're having difficulty yeah. with that already. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that, but I, it's always hard for me to write to my own stuff. I think I just, because I hear them so much. But I, it's, again, going back to the roots of, of like what hip hop is, it just it just organically just built. You know, I started as a DJ, you know, just DJing music, getting to know the turntables, getting to know the records, appreciating records, appreciating music, appreciating the artist's love that they put down on every song they make. So I started with that, and then from that, you know, I just gradually to uh, started producing, and then from producing, I started rapping. That's a beautiful thing, see? And Ifika, thank you for joining us in the studio. This very special edition of Wake to Flock Up, iHeart version, and uh, we'll be back, and we'll get to know you just a little bit better, I think. Sounds good. Thank you guys for joining us. Bailando un poquito de tango con la vida. Es algo natural, algo que no se controla Es algo que te toca por decisiones que tomas Conciencia espiritual Yes Yes, yes. Haha. -ha. We're back. We're back. Thank you guys again for joining us. This very special edition, our heart edition of Wake the Flock Up. And of course, uh, we like to roll with a posse. It makes me feel special. Right. Feels me protected. We got our official music producer, Gerald's in the house. Yes, sir. And we got our business concierge. Something like that. I, I got to like think that. of a better name for Baca. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Uh, we got uh, Baca from Young Baca Productions in the house. What's going on, man? Yeah. We've been working really closely, Wake the Flock Up and Young Baca Productions on a couple of things. Um, so um, I, I like to have like-minded people in my life. Word. You know, I'm sure you're the same, Edifica. Right. That's, you got to, man. You got to. Otherwise, it, otherwise it, don't, it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, you, okay, from being a DJ right. to being an MC and then your personal life, right? Yeah. Are you finding it? 
difficult to kind of maneuver in between them or have you kind of figured that out already? No, I, I got it down uh, pretty tight already. Yeah. Uh, timing becomes, uh, you know, time management becomes kind of a thing. But um, yeah, as long as you got your priorities straight, man. And, and then you got to make know, time for the ladies still. Yeah. Yeah. I got, right. You know, of course. You know, I got to make time for my girl. man. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my girlfriend, man. I love her. It's, it, there's nothing like a female that supports you. Oh, man. I think in hip hop in particular, it's got to be a lot more difficult. Oh, yeah. To be a spouse of someone that's right. actually involved in doing something, right. you know, because being out of the house is a mandatory thing. Right. Yeah. You know what? Trust is a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Trust is a beautiful thing. When, when you trust someone, when you really trust someone, uh, no matter, you know, what situation you're in, what you do in life. But if you have trust with with your significant other and you don't break that trust, man, yeah. you, do, you can do anything. Yeah. You know, with you got the right support from your from your significant other, they trust you. Sky's the limit, man. Yeah. And but now I think we're living in a generation where if you're out of the house a lot, it's like a negative. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you have kids and a wife and family and stuff like I have to I have two little girls at home and I got the wife, right? Right, right. But I always get like a third hand comment from someone like Oh, you're never here, and you don't want to spend enough time with the kids. It's like no, because I'm out working. Yeah, you know. And I think the difference is uh, one of my heroes talks about that all the time. Difference is we're not coming home covered in charcoal and like with blisters <laughs> in our hands anymore. Now we're coming home with ties on, and you're just tired from staring in front of a computer all day, right? Right, right. It's a different type of tired, right? Yeah. But people don't see that, right? And I don't think it's appreciated as much like, oh, I spent 14 hours. Yeah, but you're sitting down. You're in a, yeah. you're in a studio. You're in an office. It's not the same. Oh, it's crazy, man. It's right? crazy, man. I get that a lot when it comes to the DJing part of it. Oh, okay. You know, when I do, you know, special events yeah. or private events, because that's what I do for a living as well. I have two jobs, but that's what I do for a living. I got my own business for, you know, weddings and all that stuff. But, you know, sometimes people ask you, like, you know, how much you charge for this and a certain event and you kind of break it down and, and, and people think it's easy, man. But, you you know, when you're doing something like that, you, you're standing for a long time. You're like, you know, you're taking your time in front of the computer to pick the right music, right. You're making sure the, the people are having fun. So it's a big responsibility. Man. And sometimes you have to break it down for people for them to understand. But just because we're not doing the same job doesn't mean I'm not working as hard as you are. I've, d I've, I've figured it out a little bit. I think I'm going to start calling them hip hop events instead of hip hop shows because yeah. shows has like this 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 idea behind it that it's going to be fun and since it's fun you can't be at work but yeah. if people understand i host each one teach one uh with young baka yeah. we do that one but we also host um we the, the west at the airliner and i do the outside stage the best stage of all the stages right, right. Uh, <laughs> second best it, best stage it, it, work, you ask. <laughs> <laughs> it works for me because i'm out, i'm outdoors so i can get the fresh air and i'm right. not burning up inside uh but it's a lot of work and it's oh, yeah. climbing up there and then like and then the the energy gets expanded mostly in your having to be energetic for the crowd and like talking like the adrenaline starts rushing right. so like you know you you start oh, yeah. to get overheated and working and all this stuff and yes but you th think about it man how many hours are you there right. up and down up and down up and down running and then, and then making sure everything goes good like that's a lot of work to maintain Definitely. yeah tell me about the dj side because we mm. we, we spoke a little bit about the mc and we can go back to but right. I want to know what the difference is between uh, DJ Kaboom, right, which is your alter ego's alter ego, and Eddie Fika. What do you think the biggest difference is between them? Um, I think the biggest difference, obviously, the the language, because I, I do choose to just rap in Spanish under Edifica, mm -hmm. and and I guess I haven't really done it yet, but I, I guess I could make tracks, uh, you know, under DJ Kaboom uh, as a rapper. Uh, I haven't done that yet, <laughs> which would be the alter ego to do Inception English, to do, type to do, the, to do the English type of stuff. But yes, I, I produce under DJ Kaboom. 
uh, I started, uh, you know, big shout out to all my drum and bass heads. I started learning uh, how to DJ through drum and bass music, which is uh, one of the genre, sub-genres of electronic music. Yeah. So that's kind of how I really got my chops for DJing. And uh, so I started producing drum and bass too at an early age. And, uh, and and I just you know the drum and bass is very uh, very fast very uh, very energetic and I think it, the name just kind of fit so mm-hmm. I, I just went with DJ Kaboom and that's what I've been producing under man but that's that's the biggest difference you know Rifika is the you know the poet uh, the MC the you know the freedom fighter you know the the one that wants to make you think uh, at the same time that you know he wants to express himself in his native language and DJ Kaboom just likes making beats man you know different kinds of beats you know I really I'm a I'm a beat guy I'm a beat freak man anytime I, I can enjoy instrumentals with no words in it and everything so that's the biggest difference man like uh, DJ Kaboom is just all about the music it's just all about the music it, it takes a special kind of mind to be able to produce I feel mm-hmm. I, I example is J-Rose like J-Rose is like so laid back and relaxed right yeah. but I've seen the man work and it's like completely zoned like yeah. oh, this is my area right yeah. and if you walk into his place and he has like old turntable here and he has it's like this whole cave it just gives him the energy that he needs to get into what he does that's his lab right there, and, it, and it's a beautiful thing because uh, the reason I turn to I turn to uh, J-Rose a lot and I ask him hey, what do you think about this beat because he heard things on the beat that I I have no idea. Word, yeah. Untrained ears can't pick that up. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a keen ear. I mean, if you make something or you do something a lot, you tend to pick out, you know, the differences that other people can't hear. Yeah. You know, like I can hear that one, you know, uh, that one tick noise that no one else in the, <laughs> yeah. you know, can hear in the whole track. He gave me a, a beautiful example. He's like, dude, it's like somebody threw a blanket on top of the beat right now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was talking about like how they condensed yeah, it, over-compressed. right? Over-compressed. Yeah. 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 He, and I, to me, I, I, you know, I'm just like happy to have a beat as an MC. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm glad I have one. Right, right. Uh, so do you break down into different mind mind states for each mm. each task, like as as a DJ and as an MC? Nah, man. I think it's, it's very natural, man. I think mm. when you hear something or, or you have a project in mind, you just kind of go in, into it with that, you know, just just I, I like to clear my mind. I like to not think of anything else. If I sit in front of the computer to make a beat, I just sit there and start banging away and see what comes out. Um, and then uh, on the other end, when when I get uh, when I get a beat from someone, you know, I just I try to connect with the beat. And, and if and if I connect with it in some kind of level, then I start writing and it just comes naturally. If somebody gives me a beat and I'm really not feeling it like that's not I mean, I, I could force myself to it because. Yeah, I'm a professional, so I can make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can go in the studio and and I can have a 16 uh, bar verse for you in like you know 10 minutes or so, yeah. like super fast, you yeah. know. But if I'm not feeling it, like I try to be honest with the person or whoever I'm working with at the time, and and like I, like you said, you know, we like to work with people that that we we we're tight and and we uh, and we click, you know. So if if I'm not feeling it. I, I want to feel confident enough to let the person know, hey, yo, I'm not feeling this one, man. What, what else you got? Mm-hmm. And and just roll from that, you know. And it's no no ego thing, no 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 egos get hurt or anything like that. We just if it's not the right track, let's find the right track. Right. And whatever is comfortable for your persona at the time. Right. right yeah. And the do do you feed off the energy of the instrumentals, or do you go in there wanting to write something? Do you are you one of those MCs that needs an instrumental write to? Uh, no, I mean. I, I think ideally it's better to do it that way because mm-hmm. then you're really creating something. Yeah. You know, you're creating something that was inspired by the actual beat. Um, I think that's better than actually bringing a 16 and like fitting it to a track. I think it works much better if you work with the actual beat. Right. I, I'm the complete opposite. Like I'll write all over the place. 
And now technology is so advanced that I can just speak into my phone now. Yeah. So when I, I'll be driving, I'll think a line and I'll, I'll, I'll remember it and then I'll spit it. Right. And then it'll save on the phone and then I'll go back home like right. a week later and like, oh, I have a 16 right. already. Yeah. And I got to figure it out. You know what? That that uh, that actually works really. Uh, it works well uh, depending on the level of the artist. Yeah. You know, because then once you actually have the punchline. So sometimes punchlines just come out of you uh, to you from nowhere. Right. So <laughs> yeah. you do that thing. You yeah. put it on the phone. And then when you hear the beat, uh, you can kind of tell. You're like, okay, this beat is going to work for this verse that I wrote. And then you just kind of work your flow into the to the beat. So yeah. then at that point, your artistry, uh, aside from actually you, the fact that you wrote the lyrics, your artistry becomes being able to bring the right flow to the track. Right. And I think <clears throat> what is really overlooked in hip-hop and in, in all its elements right, right. is the fact that it's just we want to make something that sounds dope just so we can smile at it. Like, yeah. there's really n no intent initially at all for any MC, any producer, any b-boy, anybody. They just want to make something that's dope, that gives you that feeling of accomplishment at the end of the day, you know? And it speaks to the soul of the person that's writing, breakdancing, graffiti, whatever right. they're doing. They just want to make something and contribute something to life. Right. Right? Um, and it's a balance of what you take, and it's a balance of what you give, and that's really what your life will end up being. Right. Uh, today, I had was my car was broken into and I had all my I stuff know, stolen. Man, but I'm not that upset. I'm not. I'm really not that. I would be upset. I know it. It's furious. Yeah. But I'm so blessed in all the other aspects. Uh, you know the first thing. So I, my someone broke into your car. And your all your doors are open, and I'm like, what? Uh, it's three in the morning. I get out, put my slippers on, a basketball shorts, and I, dude. So flashing through my through my mind, it's just like, oh my god, the windows are broken. Dude, no windows were busted. No doors were broken off. It's, everything was fine. The, somehow they managed to get the doors open. Mm. So my first thought is the windows aren't broken. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, at least that's happening. Yeah. I go back and I'm like looking plus. for my stuff. Dude, they, they didn't like destroy the radio. And like, no, they just picked up certain things and looked at things and took my equipment. And then they left. Yeah, I don't think anyone right. steals radios in 2016. Hey, man. <laughs> I think you're good on that. Hey, Chappelle, hey, people still do? You never know. <laughs> I don't think so. But, hey, what do I know? But at least, but I'm saying like it wasn't like they, they it was like a grudge or like an ex-girlfriend like he slashed tires. Oh, and like, yeah. So to me, just like I took it into perspective. I'm like, okay, what's happening here? Oh, well, your things got stolen. All right, that that sucks. But your windows aren't broken. Your cars, are, it's not scratched up. It's not it's not that bad. Yeah. Right? And then you're going to go do what you love to go do in a couple hours. Right. Go get some sleep. And that's it, man. And and, and that's what it was. But it, I think it, it might have been karma. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> that's when funny. you used to break into people's cars? <laughs> when I, when, you know, I, now I know how it feels. No, but I'm saying like. So it, now we know a little bit of your background, right? Yeah, well, so. you know, you got yeah. a man's going to eat. <laughs> well, it's funny that you talk about karma because the yeah. track that you guys played is actually called Karma yeah. too. Yeah. So it's an understanding and a balance in your life. And I think, and this is this is the reality that I noticed. Like once you start to get into your own zone in your life, like mentally and spiritually, right. knowledge comes to you. Oh yeah. I don't know if if you've noticed that. And then you're if you're smart and you're and you do something with that knowledge, you can pick up on patterns in your life. Right. So what I've done is I've I've been here before at this chapter in my life. Let me adjust to it now in a different way than I did then. Right. So that I can get a different result. Right. Because um, if you repeat the same action to an action that's already happened, you're just doing a circle. It's a circle, yeah. Break the break the balance. So instead of me getting super mad and yelling and getting upset and having my whole day ruined, all right, relax. Yeah. And enjoy it. 
And now when it comes to maybe uh, time to sit down and write, produce or whatever it is I'm going to do, anything creative, like, okay, put thoughts and invest uh, emotions into this right. instead of just letting them out That's in a true. negative way, right? That's true. So, uh, it's not, a beautiful outlet. It, do, and, and, I, and I think that's really overlooked uh, for it's a young, spiritual, therapeutic outlet right. for, for an urban youth that really, um, now, dude, we don't have a great war. We don't have, you know, anything that would really bring the society together, like in the 30s or the 40s or the 50s or the 60s, 70s, where they had like one enemy so everyone was concentrated on that and that's where people we went to volunteer to go to world war ii and you yeah. know and at 21 they own a business in a house like the youth back then had a purpose right and i think hip-hop is given an outlet and a purpose to a, a wandering youth otherwise yeah. you know what i mean right do you do you feel that um it's become a pillar in your life oh definitely man i think my my as far as music goes in general, like it's 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 shaped my entire life, man. I'm like really blessed to do what I love to do. Um, you know, speaking of youth, also um, one of the one of the jobs that I do is an activities coordinator for an after school program. Yeah, so you're giving and back. Yeah, so it, you know, not not only giving back, I, I feel like I'm just providing the opportunities to do just that, to be able to have an outlet for the youth to be able to express themselves, so they can uh, learn about themselves, learn who you are, who they are. And they should eventually just, you know, become stronger members of society. And not only that, but just be happy. The beautiful thing. I love it. We'll be back with more Edifica. Playing us out is the legendary DJ premiere. Enjoy. Y'all let it breathe. Uh. DJ Premier. Simmer. Ridiculous, man. Uh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Welcome back. You're listening to a very special edition of Wake the Flock Up, the iHeart edition of Wake the Flock Up. And I'm sitting here with my very good friend, very dope artist, Eddie Fika. Word up. Eddie, uh, let's get right into it. And I, I think the people have gotten to know a little bit about you, but these these last segments will get to know them. You let let them know you on a personal basis. Right. right. So okay. I need Eddie Fika's top five musical influences of all time. All right. Um, like I said, if you if you get to know me and, and you actually, you know, nowadays we got social media and all that. Right. So you can follow a person, see what they do. So if you if, if you know anything about my life, I, I, I really love diversity, man. I love appreciating other people's cultures and, and just I just love. I just love humanity, man. Now that sounds kind of corny, but yeah. I, I really love meeting new people. You know, try to understand where they come from, and just just chopping it up with people and getting to know who they are. Mm -hmm. So my musical influences are going to be very diverse. So Let's just, hear it. So I I uh, I'm a big Doors fan, man. I love the Doors. Of course. Um, uh, as far as hip hop, if you want to talk about hip hop, I think one of the person, uh, as, uh, even as even as a DJ, one of the the MCs that I have most work from is Nas. Mm. So uh, Nas is a big influence. Yeah. Um, I grew up with a lot of rock and roll back in Mexico, so one of the biggest influences too was uh, a, a Queen, actually, because my sister used to listen to Queen a lot. Yeah. So I just kind of grew up on listening to all the chord changes. Talk and about all that a stuff. stage show, though. 
Like, yeah. Mer- Freddie Mercury would give you the best right. show. And yeah. it's just him, but that energy and the right. love that he had for the music just translated yeah. out, you know? You know, see, I see, I see some of those pictures that are rotating on Facebook, like, yeah, who would you bring back for a one-time show and all that? And you see a lot of those pictures? Yeah. And a lot of, you know, I understand there's different ages and stuff, and you'll see somebody like, you know, Biggie, for example. And, I, like, Biggie was a, is a big influence for me, too. I love his music, especially in high school growing up with, like, listening to mm-hmm. Ready to Die and all that. I was like, it was beautiful man it was, it was it was the best but um you know they'll have like pictures like biggie and then you know queen is right there freddie mercury is right there and people will be like bringing back biggie and stuff like that and i'm like i love that guy but i would have loved to see you know freddie mercury get down on stage. oh man yeah yeah absolutely so, you know i got those uh those right there and i one of the uh one of the groups or, or the, the two guys that i listen to a lot is uh Thievery Corporation as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know who they are, but their their music is, is super dope, man. And and as far as like beats are concerned too, I mean, I think definitely Premier is one of those guys, man. Because you hear just he just puts on a beat and your head is already, you know. And they're simple too. When yeah. you're starting to break them down, they're so simple, but they just work so perfectly. I just um finished because we I also host uh, Save the Hip Hop Culture Radio, right? Yeah. And uh, I just finished doing a tribute to Jay Dilla. And I love doing these tributes, and and these tributes are coming really up on accident because we're not able to sit down. So I gotta I gotta think of something, right? right. So it really lets the creative juices start flowing of what I want to present now as a tribute, right. and it and it makes me have to dig into the artists. And yeah, I know Big L and I know Big Pun. I know of them. I know some of their music, but I did a tribute to them, and like I really got to know what their friends thought of them, what right. the, what they thought of themselves through the interviews and everything that they put out. Um, Jay Dilla. I just did another one for Jay Dilla that's out now. Right. Uh, again, I was familiar with Jay Dilla. I know who he is. You know, but it wasn't until I really got into it. And it wasn't surprising to me his quality of work. It was good. But the, how much respect he had and at the time that he was alive. Not after he right. died. Because after he died now, it's you know it's he's the, one of yeah, those yeah. mural MCs, mural artists, right, mural right. DJs. But the respect he had at the time when yeah. he was alive, that was really impressive to me. Like, you know, what and, Common thought of him, Erica Badu thought of him, right. with, with all the other DJs. DJ Premier Nimla is one of his top producers of all time. And this right. is one of the top producers naming him yeah, yeah. as a top producer. Right. Well, I think he's definitely in uh, one of my top 10, I want to say. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, playing Devil, Devil, Devil's Advocate, too, a lot. It's that, You can kind of think about that that way, like, I guess with some people. Would, would Jay Dilla be as respected or as popular with the overall crowd if if he hadn't passed away yeah. I mean I hate to say it but it's just you there's know, it's no a question way. right there's no way but uh but but when if you see stuff like that like it, when you're alive and, and you're getting and you're getting a lot of respect from people that are working with you I think that's that's the top prize right there man respect in the scene is one of the most um you know valuable things you can ever you can ever earn I mean I I work I don't want to say names but I work with some people in in, in locally that Man, I would never work with again. You know, <laughs> we all have, so have respect the when you have, if, you know, when you have respect. <laughs> you yeah, you know, yeah. when you have respect in the scene. Yeah, you got it, man. Um, so one of my biggest influences, and then again disappointments, was uh, Guru. And mm. when I'm saying Guru, one of my biggest influences because he was just on Guru's level. Like he's just him, and yeah. he just delivered beautiful. And then he did the jazz albums after that yeah, and all that stuff. Jazz metaz, but yeah. the disappointment was that when he passed, hip hop didn't cry the way I thought it would cry after having Guru right. died. Right. To this day, I don't think we made a big enough deal That's from true. Guru's passing, right? That's true. And um, I don't know if 
if Dilla would be as respected now, right, and all that stuff, I know that when Premier passes, we better all be wearing black. <laughs> Like yeah. black for six months straight. Right? Oh, six man. months straight, and yeah. like have the radio play nothing but premier beats. And if they don't, we should boycott. And that's crazy because like his, you know, if that, that would be unreal, man. You know, you know, we would be mourning him for forever, man. Because, I mean, a lot of people don't even know this, but he even produced stuff for Christina Aguilera, man. Yeah. Like you know, like so he's he's a, he's an amazing producer, man. So, but that's the beautiful thing about like music, man. If you really think about it. You know, when, you know, if you put in your work, if you got respect from people and you're, and you're really putting all your heart and soul into what you're doing, you're going to you're going you're gonna to live forever, man. Because, you know, Guru passed away. If I want to hear something from Gangstar, I put it in my car right now and Guru's right there back. Yeah. You know, same thing with Jay Dilla, man. If I want to hear something, I just pop something in and he's right there. And you grow attached to these artists. These artists raised me as, yeah. as, a, as a man. Oh, yeah. So hip hop taught me responsibility. It taught me how to have a good high self-esteem, but still be humble about it. Right. And then there's times where you have to be the best. You have to think you're the dopest to walk into a room as an MC all the time. Because if you don't, then you have no business as an MC, right? Right. And I'm sure it should be the same way with a producer right. or a DJ right. or a graph head. Like, yo, I'm the dopest here. But I'm dope too. You're dope. We're all good. Right. We're all on the same level, right? Yeah. Uh, now we can get a little bit more into the business side because Baca deals with that stuff. Okay. And what I tell MCs is being dope is the base of the business. It's, it's the bottom. You should be dope. That's what you should build your foundation on, right? And we can get a little bit more into it when we come back with Edifica. You listen to Wake the Flock Up, very special iHeart edition. Again, DJ Premier, take us out. Wake the Flock Up. Love this beat. Uh. Uh, I'm going to have to get you some of my beats so that way you can play mine instead of this. We got to make it happen. Uh, J Rules is our official music producer, and he has given me any every other beat. But I didn't check with you first, which I should have. I didn't want to just give him a beat to play without permission and all that stuff. Come you know? on, man. This Keep is a big relate. day, man. Yeah. You could have checked. Yeah, I should have checked. I should have checked. Okay. But, Premier's uh, already famous. He doesn't need your help. Off mic. This guy does. Off mic. Uh, Baca said something very interesting. Uh. And he did it. I understand. I respect it. Thank you. But I don't care. Let's talk. Jay Dilla sucks. Okay. That Jay is Dilla a- sucks. <laughs> Power 106 isn't going to play DJ Premier when he passes away. Yeah. The average hip-hop fan from 18 to 25 doesn't know who DJ and Premier really is sad. unless they really dig. Yeah. But it's not sad. Whose uh, fault is it? No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, this is sad because if you have hip hop in your name, right, right, again, yes, you have a responsibility, and yes, if you're gonna carry the badge of hip hop uh, person, hip hop right. corporation, hip hop label, hip hop whatever, you're expected. You you should be uh, ready and willing to uh, give uh, respect and props to those that build. Your right. name. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah. hip-hop corporation. Yeah, when people are picking up Grammys for, for best hip-hop, blah, 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 or, or whatever it is, you know, the, the respect has to be has to be sent back, man, like to those yeah. people that you listen to, you know, and that's but the But the thing. Grammys doesn't care about hip-hop, though. Let's be honest about it. The Grammys right. don't care about it. It's right. one no, no, part. No. It's yeah, one part. What I'm, saying, what yeah. I'm saying is if an artist is rapping on a track and you get a Grammy for 
rapping, you know, you didn't invent rap. You listened to someone yeah. to be able to get that. So, you know, respect needs to be given back. Now, at the same time, though, you know, you, change is, in, is, is inevitable. So, inevitable. So, like, when you, you know, you're talking about Power on the Six, of course, they got the new style of hip-hop, which personally I think is whack and is boring. You know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't really drive me or anything. Uh, but that's the sad part about it, you know, because to me, I think music is just... No, and and this is like I guess you could play a track for someone, you know, if you're sitting in a room and you play a track and you either like it from the beginning or you don't like it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the people in the radio, well, it's, that's that's all commercial stuff, you know, like Power 106 and all that stuff is the popular stuff that you're listening to. So sometimes you're so th those people are so trained just to listen to the stuff that's out and that's hot that if they hear an amazing track for the first time. They're not gonna want to pay attention to it because it hasn't been played on the radio. And that I was just getting gonna get into it. That is now, and it shouldn't be. And I I don't think it is for real hip hop artists. But it's like a the the pinnacle. Oh, are you on the radio? Did you make it on the radio? It's like, dude, yeah. the radio. Come yeah. on, the being put on the radio doesn't mean the same thing it did 20, 30 years ago, where it was like, oh, your single's gonna get on the radio and get to number one. Like, yeah. dude, right now you can be never have a radio song and make a career on YouTube. Yeah. Where, where your fans will go to you directly and don't just accidentally bump into you. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's a very important um, to kind of make the uh, speak and, and state the difference between a commercial success and being a success in your art form. Right. Now, you could be very successful and never reach a commercial status. You, you could be like Tech 9 for example. Tech 9 mm. is a great example of a man who's making a great living off what he's doing. And when have you heard a Tech 9 song on Power on a Six? Oh, yeah, never. It's very rare. He's had, it, he's had a song on Power on a Six. He had one, Baka. Compared to, yeah, to DJ or MC Blah Blank and Blank, who it's just paying payroll to have a repeat, repeat over on the radio. Right. And I get it. It's a business. But if you're stamping hip-hop, world star hip-hop, I expect you to play hip-hop. Like... And TV, play they play a lot of hip hop that you like. Though. That's, well, that's yeah. the difference. No, 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 no. Okay, yes, but old man concert no, on his porch. Also, his a majority <laughs> of world star are hip hop videos. I don't know if you know that. Okay, but also you got to break it down and you got to really be honest. Why is it hip hop? Is it hip hop because it rhymes? What classifies that video or that song as hip hop? Oh, because it's a black person doing it. Now it's hip hop. So then what, like it doesn't make any sense. What defines hip hop? Okay, so. We can get into specifics all day and, and break it down, but if, if we're going to make sense of it, we got to kind of keep in mind where we're going, Baka. All right? So this is what I'm saying. There's a certain criteria that needs to be um, accepted and checked off as you're making a cake, right? So if it's a cake, it comes flowers, it has eggs, it has milk, and it has a frosting. Okay. If it doesn't have one of those things, then it can't be a cake. Now it's just a flavor, flavor bladder, batter. Why is it any different when you're making um, a, a hip-hop? Okay, well, I'm giving you hip-hop. I don't know if this is classified as hip-hop. It's trap. It's it, it rhymes. It has a beat behind it, but does it have the drums? Does it have the... And when I'm not talking about topics, because you're free range to talk about whatever you want to talk about. But it's the energy. It's the spirit of the music, the spirit of the songs that should be taken into consideration. Just like there's a spirit of the law. That's why certain laws don't get passed. That's why certain... Spirit of the law is meant for this, not for that. Same thing with music. Same thing with a genre of hip-hop, right? right? Do you want to know why it is hip-hop, though? Why? Because you're one person yes. out of millions of people uh -huh. who agree that it is hip-hop, and they're pushing it as hip-hop, so it is hip-hop at that point. 
Is it pushed to you as hip hop? Did did who agreed? It's it? pushed to them. They they all believe together that it's hip hop. Oh, there you go. Because so, it's pushed to them. It's it's, it's that's, hey, that's what's so great about we're all individuals. So big now that this classifies as hip hop. This classifies as hip hop. Even though he's doing it this way and he's doing it this way, it's still hip hop. Is it? Yeah. It okay. Is. Well, it, okay. Reggaeton has guitars. It has drums. It has. But what stops that from being hip hop? Listen, it rhymes. I consider it hip hop. Reggaeton. Yeah. Wow. I consider it hip hop. <laughs> Especially you got the Noriega, you got the Daddy Yankee. Yeah. That's a that's a that's why. How is that hip hop? The rhyming. Okay. They have the same type of country beat. music rhymes. They have the same beat, the beat battles. Right. Country it's, it's, rhymes. It's hip hop, man. Right. The, it's all all genres of music happy. rhyme. We should be happy that hip hop's expanding. We shouldn't try to place hip hop in a box. Look, yeah. hip hop was a, a direction in the movement at the time when it was created and brought up. It was a uh, we need to speak out of the injustices and these are the underprivileged youth that are speaking out. Your NWAs, your booth. like they were. We don't have what you have, but we we still matter. Really, at the end of it. Right. Now it's becomes it's gone such a misdirection to what it was intended that it's un unrecognizable. I don't think that's is that called sub, it's, a sub it's, genre. It's, the biggest hip hop artists right now are Kendrick Lamar, yeah. and J Cole, yeah. and they're talking about the injustices. They're talking about we need to do better as a people. That's that's exactly what you just brought up right now. Well, yes, those two. But those are the two biggest hip hop artists out right now. Right, but someone like Edifica, right? Do you stay true to a certain template of of hip hop? Um. If you're talking about classic like boom bop style hip hop, well then you're 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 actually thinking of of, of a subcategory of, of hip hop, like a different style, right? Mm-hmm. So I particularly enjoy more of that style, but that's actually a good point, man. Like I think, you know, the 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 whole reason or how hip hop was like actually came to be is is for people to actually for young people to be able to express themselves, you know, through through rhythms, to beats. Um, and, and nothing really, you don't have to set a stick to a specific standard. You could do whatever you want. It's mm-hmm. hip hop is free, man. So I think when it comes down to that, we really get caught up on the different styles, but in reality, I think it just becomes down to the person's, um, your, your taste, right? Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, you know, sometimes I go to do shows and, 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 you know, the show is dope and it's, it's a lot of hip hop here, you know, hip hop, but mm-hmm. it's. Let's say it's all boom pop stuff, and it all sounds the same. And at the end of the night, honestly, I'm tired. Some stuff might be cool, and a lot of people get caught up on that. So I don't see why. I'm all about diversity, man. Like if I like the boom pop style of hip hop, but if I hear more of a trap song, trap style song, but I like the rhythm, I like the way it was constructed. I think it works, and and it was actually they put thought and process into it. And you can tell the difference from a good track or a bad track. But if I like the trap song and, and it makes me want to rhyme, I'll rhyme to it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to do that. A right. lot of people are like, okay, I'm this rapper and I'm going to stick to this category and that's all I'm going to do. And if they hear a trap song, uh, they're not going to want to do it. But that's not the way I work. If I if I hear a beat, it doesn't matter what it is. But if, if I like the way it's put together, if it calls to me, whether it's trap, you know, the new style of hip hop, uh, old school hip hop or even faster stuff more like breakdance I'm still gonna rhyme to it I'm, I'm, so I, I think people get c- too caught up on, on the sub labels yeah. yeah to enjoy the music all for as someone who's who's involved in it and raised and contributing I want it to advance I wouldn't hate it to all sound like Sugar Hill Gang yeah like you know right. I, I would yeah. hate hip hop to always and have to mandatory sound like this that's not what I'm saying right but we live in an era now where it's Unpopular. That's why Baca didn't want to say it on the air 
to state an opinion of something you don't like. Right. Oh, Jay Dilla sucks. No, I didn't want to state it because it's it's <laughs> this is you. This is way yeah. too fucked up. I didn't want to. I I don't think I think show. sucks is a strong word. I think he's good. Right. I don't think he's as good as people make him out I to be. I should say sucks. He's yeah. extremely overrated. Yes. And the cool thing is to act like go. you've been down with Dilla since day one. It's it's, it's, it's what happens when um uh the uh, let me see uh. It's any any rapper at any pumpkin hit dies. Oh, I've been a pumpkin hit fan since for day since one, bro. Day one. Since day since one. day one. It's like, what are you talking about? You where was the shirt before he died, bro? Like, what what's <laughs> right. happening? So we live in an era where it's unpopular to tell someone they're not good at doing something. Mm. So what happens is a lot of bad stuff gets us to slide by, and you cannot comment. You can't judge. You can't comment. Well, I've been in hip hop twenty years. I've emceed, produced, did, did all this other stuff. My what my word doesn't have credibility. There's nothing behind it. No, that's 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 false, right? That's not the way it should be because that doesn't work in any other aspect of life. If you have a carpenter who's doing bad carpentry, a carpenter that's been around 20, 30 years tells him that's wrong. Oh, hey, you can't tell me how it's built. Mm. You can't tell me it's wrong. But it happens a lot. But we it know, happens. Right? So, but it, so all I'm saying is we have to be open minded about what you think is hip hop. Yeah. I'm not saying we have to agree with it, but let's be open minded. Let's keep the genre yeah. evolving. Let's keep growing. Please. As, as a culture. And let's let's have it guide us in, in the positive direction and have it, have your J. Coles and your and your Kendricks right. next to future and just build a yeah. really dope new era of hip hop. But also let's not be scared to say when something is not good, right. when something with the spirit of that song, the spirit of that artist is not a positive vibe, it's not gonna help hip hop down the line. Right. I mean, then what's what are you doing? You're here to get rich, okay. I mean, go f- do that, you're on the wrong table then, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're talking to us, you're at the wrong table. If you really wanna classify yourself as a hip hop person, hip hop head, which I don't know if a lot of those commercial rappers wanna do that anyway. Like, a lot of them distance themselves from lyrics, what do you feel happy when somebody says you're a hip hop guy? When they say that I am yeah, a hip hop guy, you're a hip hop guy. That's what you do. You're a hip hop guy. Yeah. Does that make you happy? Uh, it, it it lets me know I'm doing something right. It doesn't make me it. happy. It I, don't want, I don't want to be placed in the boxes. You're this hip hop guy. This yeah. is what you do. You do hip hop. Yeah. I did a metal show with 200 people two days ago. Mm-hmm. If I'm a hip hop guy, I can't do those type of shows, and it puts me in a box. Right. And you're you're thinking about it like uh really, uh, quick quickly and like narrow. But I'm thinking of a large aspect. I'm okay with being the guy that's like shaking his fist on the lawn like, hey, you kids, back in my day, we walked five miles in the snow to get a good beat. You don't know about beats. I'm okay with being that guy. I don't mind. I don't think it is a a bad thing. And there is a a generation that feels the same way that I feel. Mm. And if I could could be one of those many that speaks out in that way, I'm all about it. That's why I love Edifica and everything you've done, and I'm all for Orange County hip-hop building and classifying this, even though if it is, we are very divided now. Right. But we need more artists like Eddie Fika to come back. We need more artists that are true and genuine to themselves at the minimal, right? right? Because if Eddie Fika is anything, is you're genuine and you're real to you. Right. That's why you rap in Spanish and yeah. not in English, even though you speak English perfect. Right. You know, uh, you're real to you, to your spiritual hip-hop being. Yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way I was raised, man. That's the only way I can be, and you know, especially when it comes to music, man. People just have to enjoy the music, be themselves, and you know, stop fronting. <laughs> that's a good note. That's a good note yeah. to end it on. Stop fronting. Well, this has been a very special episode of Wake to Flock Up, the iHeart Edition. Join us. Uh, we will be playing uh, very closely to you know any hip hop, any real hip hop happening. You'll hear us in the background. Yes. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll be the way it works. Wait so, flock up. Eddie Fika, thank you for joining us. Thank you, man. Yambaka. Yambaka Always Production. Pleasure, thank you for joining us. J-Rose. You got it. X, doing his thing. 
Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Just...